The 2021 Premier League season has ended. Manchester City are champions. Complete a season unbeaten away to finish second. 2020 champions Liverpool rally manfully to finish third. Chelsea survive a late wobble to dip in under the tape to take the final Champions League slot from Leicester City. Welcome to the 50th episode of Your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emekawonka and it is my privilege to have you join us on this really special episode of the podcast. I have folks that I call my family on Twitter. I love reading their takes on their football clubs they support. So tonight, I have four members of this my family in the pod. In South East London is Doc Ayer the Red Diva, a Manchester United fan and a friend of the pod. Welcome, Dr. IJ. Hi, everyone. It's nice to be here again. Thank you for having me. In Lagos, it's Bimbo Adekoya. I call him Asin Venga. He is a passionate, passionate Arsenal fan. Bimbo, welcome to the podcast. It's great to be here and to be on the cast with the crew today. Thank right. you. Also in Lagos is Uzo Okoroma. He is a Chelsea fan. Oh my God. He, he actually did to be on Uzo's TL when Chelsea are playing. It is absolutely fantastic. Uzo, please, welcome to your Sports Memo <laughs> podcast. Yeah, uh, good to be here. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. And finally, in East London, he's a sports fan and he used to produce this program. He can produce it every now and again. Femi Kumuyi, welcome back to the pod. <laughs> Thanks, Calvin. Thanks for having me. Fantastic. Where do we start? Dr. IJ. One matter scores the goal that ensures that Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. One matter scores the goal that ensures that Manchester United um, finish the season unbeaten away from home. A few times in the last um, few in the last um, episodes of this pod, you have not been um, particularly impressed with the the management of of um, the club, but. United have finished second, 12 points behind uh, Manchester City. What would be your take on the season? I, I think it's it's a mixed bag for me. Um, I'll say it's a mixed bag because we finished um, I'll, we finished second uh, ahead of City, um, ahead of um, be, just behind City and ahead of the rest of the of the chasing pack. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, if you if you look at our second unit, like when the first team is not playing, we practically don't have a second team. It's, it's almost it's ridiculous to me how like when the second unit come in, we we struggle in games. Even today's game, we won. We we got the penalty and, and got the goal that got got us the win. But the performance itself was nothing to write home about. And Wolves, although some of the young guys they they impressed here and there, but Wolves has had a terrible season. And they were still able to push us to the limits today. But I'll say I've had a problem with Ole because 
at times when you when you want a manager to be proactive to show you that he's reading the game mm-hmm. you know the way maybe everybody else is we sometimes we may see different things but there's some glaring things that you think why is it not making a move why is it not being proactive if we think about the champions league the game um where fred already was on a yellow but he left him out there and then he got a red we lost the game and the, the rest is history when we went away we couldn't win and we got knocked out after being comfortably mm-hmm. um, ahead in in that group Absolutely. and we were out of the champions like so many little games like that where you where you expect him to do something we were watching the game and we're seeing something is not working and then he just sits there and waits till the last 10 minutes before he he makes a move so many times we thought if we didn't have bruno you know pop up last minute just um, throw a Hail Mary cross across the pitch and maybe Rashford gets on the end of it we score and then we get we get the points and he saves us or we get a penalty and you know so many times it was as if we were one man team depending on Bruno so there, there are many things that still show that maybe he he, he needs uh, more experience before coming to a club like Manchester United you can see in the how many City has won three out of the last four or so Premier League titles which for a, a club like Man United we shouldn't we sh- it shouldn't be happening this way we shouldn't be every every season trying to look at Man City like today my, my husband was watching the celebrations and I couldn't I couldn't stomach it I couldn't stand it I can't watch it I can't watch it because it's every uh, now I, it's every I, season I, I'm, I'm having to watch Man City lift the league or something I, it's, it's I, frustrating I so this season is is a mixed bag. Um, we can say we can take some positives. We have Cavani coming in. The younger strikers can learn of him. His movements. That's a plus. Bruno has been massive. Look sure. We got in. Um, do you see the things you the number of things you're actually itemizing already? Do you see that? But yes. hold, hold, hold it. I'll, I'll come back to you. Who's up? Right. Super Frank. <laughs> There's this, there's this, there's this song that Chelsea fans sing here that I really love. They go super, super Frank, super, super Frank, super Frankie Lampard. Right. Clearly, by following you on Twitter, you were not a a Lampard fan, right? At Lampard, all. Yes. At all. So Lampard gets the sack, and um, um, Tuchel <clears throat> comes in and uses most of the players that Lampard and Marina bought. Right, Chelsea yeah. have you know you know when we used to watch hundred meters boys hundred meters on the Olympics when people are dashing towards the tape towards the tape and they deep they just deep last minute like how Marionelli won her first individual medal at um, I think it was which Olympics was Atlanta she dipped she dipped at the very end that's why she managed to get her um, uh, individual Olympic medal at the Atlanta Olympics. Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea just dipped, <laughs> dipped tonight to get that fourth place, to get that fourth place. Yeah. Now, what has what has made what would make this Tuchel's season or this period he has had any better than Super Frank's time? Um, I, you know, like I tweeted when the game was on today, mm-hmm. I said I knew um, Leicester were going to lose. And true to type, they lost. You know, the, the thing about the EPL is, it, the 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 plot does not change. Yeah, yeah sorry, the script does not change. <laughs> yes, you know, but but they, they might have different plots here and there, but it's always the same thing. I remember over four or five weeks ago, I told a friend that you see, 
the table will finish Man City, Man United, either Chelsea or Liverpool, and uh, and either Chelsea or Liverpool in third or fourth. And when people were talking about um, West Ham and all of that, I said, forget about those, uh, that club. They are not going to finish anywhere near the top four. And that is what happened. Now, for, for Chelsea, mm. um, when Tuchel came in, you see, the, the, the reason why I wasn't a Lampard fan was because it was very glaring that he was a rookie and he wasn't open to learning because for me i don't understand why you would be a rookie coach and have a rookie assistant mm. i mean who who is going to be there to advise you who's going to be there to you know give you those Offer tips that will help you win games right. uh, yes right. you know so that was a challenge and you could see when Tuchel came in when you when when the club started having proper coaching when the boys were exposed to proper coaching, you could see that they they are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they they elevated their game. Their, their level went a notch higher, you know. And for me personally, mm-hmm. uh, although we've had a rough season, of course, no thanks to Lampard, but in the end, the last uh, no, uh, couple of no games, thanks I think, to Lampard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no thanks to Lampard because he, he he we were we were ninth before he was sacked. Uh-huh. We, we were losing and drawing games we had no business uh, losing or drawing oh no thanks to him we were conceding every other every other game so he, he I, we feel we are finishing fourth today because of Lampard if you look at the premiership table from the first game um, took out took over to now mm. we are second if if yes we are we are second and barely about four or five points behind man city mm. Okay, so of course we are finishing 19 points today behind Man City as champions. Is all down to Lampard. Now for for Tuchel, I think the pressure is beginning to get to him because when he came in, he started getting the results and all of that. I think he became a bit relaxed and all that. But in the last four or five games, mm-hmm. he began to overthink things, and it has affected us. We've lost what three, three. games in the last. Four. We've lost uh, the last two of the last uh, two of the last three, mm. and it's 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 going to be it's a, it's a difficult thing for us going into the final of the UCL. But hopefully, uh, we can get the results in that game come the 29th of May. I would come back. I'll come back to you. Right. Yes. I am going to tiptoe into North London now. I I will start at the right side of North London. Bimbo. Um, how do you... See, I don't know how Asper... Benga used to manage this thing. You know how towards the end of the season they managed to put on a run when there's nothing at stake. And they managed to just go like five, six, seven games unbeaten. And I think Arsenal have won what? The last five league games? What, yep. what What? would you... How would you sum up Ateta's season? What would you think is... Is it the way forward? Sum up the season and let me know if you think it will be the way forward for your football club. Okay, let me first of all start by uh, the moment... Wenger, I heard Wenger was going to leave. Uh, my thought was, I told a couple of friends, I said, I will want Ateta to take over from him. And everybody told me I was crazy. He's a rookie, he has no experience. And I told them that. I told them back then that Wenger had noticed that he was inclined into coaching. He was always asking technical questions. And that's why he fast-tracked him and moved him to the youth team level. But mm. alas, along the line, 
Pep came and it was too good to leave. Uh, it was too good for him that to come and join Pep as part of his backroom staff and he left. But he did something because he got Wenger's blessing because mm. he knew that one day that opportunity. Wenger didn't plan to leave the way he left. At least we all we all know that. But the moment we got um, Emery, and from what we read now, mm-hmm. Ateta was in contention, but he lost out. Oh, really? Um, em- yes. Emery, Emery got the job done. But along the line, he, he, he lost us. He lost the fans. I told a couple of guys, and I think I wrote one or two pieces on your site, and I said Emery was not going uh, playing the Arsenal way the DNA. Uh, interestingly, the day Ateta was appointed was the day that I was burying my dad. And I can't forget, December 20th, a friend sent me a text. He said, your man is in charge. And I was so excited. But summing it all, mm. looking at this season, Ateta had what you call the honeymoon period. And guess what? He had a good FA Cup run. And that helped him won the community shield. Yeah. But alas, his biggest test was both what I call a footballing one and man management was the Brazil saga. Right. He did not manage that right. Now, a lot of people will tell me that he had instruction from above and everything. And everybody knows that when you manage more in the mode of Arsenal, United, City, yeah. you must be able to marry all these things and be able. And he failed that test woefully. Uh, uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What would you have had him do Especially because, as you as you rightly pointed out, especially because, yeah, um, it's it was clear there's a possibility because you're not the first. It was person. a political decision that yeah. Ozil took a political position, yeah. but he could have managed yeah. wait, the situation wait. better. I, I'm coming. Uh, let me let me. Okay, uh, I'm thinking that before he was appointed, during yeah. the discussions. The yeah. club will probably have made it clear to him that you cannot use this guy. And then if he, if, if he accepts the job, no. knowing all of this, it, then... No, interestingly, you need to go back a bit in history. When Ateta joined, Ozil was left out because of the debacle that happened in Baku between him and Emery. But right. the moment Ateta came in, he had a clean sheet for everybody. And when we reopened, go and check. Ozil was part of the fulcrum. They played together and he, he knows the capability of Ozil. Now, okay. people were talking about tracking back or no. You build a system based on the players you have. Yeah. But it was the debacle about the issue in China, about the mm-hmm. minority mm-hmm. Muslim. Mm-hmm. He did not handle that way. And to answer your question, what I may not have all the facts and 110%, but from the little I've read and from my sources I have at the club, yeah. You could have managed those situations better by, you know, having a discussion with Ozil and not just telling him to go train on his own, you leave him out. That caused a division in the team. Mm-hmm. There were guys that were pro Ozil and there were guys that would just, you know, it's like an air. You get there, you can't talk. And that doesn't, I've been in the dressing room. You know how that causes disaffection. Yep. So that's the first thing he didn't yeah. handle. And guess what? The moment he was not using Ozil, he was trying to play without a creative player. And it was so obvious in the team. He was, oh, you know, when you face the media, you're trying to put in front and everything. Yeah. But the game, the matches were showing, Arsenal was not creative. And we had the best number 10 
in years. Now, people can tell you that Ozil has gone down and everything, but there's something I always tell people. Class does not just disappear overnight. Mm. Ozil was still capable of producing, producing that class. The second thing he did, and I said, it was the William signing. Now, this is a look back. I looked at it. It's common sense. Everybody will say, oh, William yeah, has premiership experience and everything. We yeah. were trying to run away from the big, and we got William. And the data shows it. William was an absolute disaster this season. Right. And initially, he was trying to, you know, continue to use William. But guess what? He was some homegrown talent from England, Saka and Emil Smith-Rowe. Yeah. Emil has shown that he's capable, but anybody that knows the onions knows that you don't rush a young player in. Yep. You bring them you gradually, don't. you take yep. them out, yep. and that's it. Yep. But they've shown that they can combine. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing that he did, that I looked at it, was tinkering, overthinking things. We all know Pep is good at that, and that's what makes him unique. He's learned under Wenger, he's learned under Pep, and you can be a man of your own, but there are certain big games that you don't go. I was shocked when we were playing Zeronel and we were trying to play like a false nine, like Man City. We don't have the players to do that. Pep can get away with it because he has built that team over the years and he has players. We, we lost out to Villarreal without a fight and that was on our theater. Mm. And there is a popular saying that we we, we, we talk in football parlance. The table does not lie after 38 games. It doesn't. We deserve where we are. And the ball stops on the manager's table. I, I will, I will um, I'll come back to you on some questions I really want to know. Um, I, okay. Some actions. Um, I want to get your views on some things about Ozil. But let me dash down the Seven Sisters Road and go to... Um, that um, other teams. Yes, let me go and let me go and ask. Mr. Kumui, I think it was around um, November. I think it was just before the um, before the first North London derby of the season. I had I did a I had a show here and I had Arsenal fans in the port. I mean, I had sports fans in the port giving it a large. I actually think when um, Spurs went to. Um, Anfield in December. I think they were top. They were top of the table. And these people were convinced that because of the Portuguese in charge, Spurs were going to win the league. Femi, how has this season panned out for you? Seriously. Um, uh, thank, thanks once again for, for having me. Um, I think the season finished the day, for me, the day Mourinho was fired. And I was so happy that the man had gone because I think since I've been following the club, I think that's one of the worst decisions that um, Daniel Levy took in hiring Mourinho. Remember, if you remember, I think a year and a half ago, just after we had lost the Champions League final, I was with you and we were having a conversation and I told you that there are rumours that Mourinho is courting sports that potentially yeah, yeah, maybe can buy sure. into this yeah, and this was six months before he joined sports and yeah. I was worried that because because Mourinho is that kind of manager that if he's available chairman and club owners will start thinking maybe this this serial winner in quotes 
might 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 do the trick for them. So that's so when the relief when it was fired and everything was was so good and I thought I will have anything when this season finishes just to get rid of this man and start rebuilding. I think the biggest mistake that Liga has made is not strengthening when we were at our best. I think that would still go down as the worst decision is made. But this is really, really, really closely followed in in, in terms of hiring Mourinho because I, I I don't really know what the man would bring. People say winning mentality this, that, that. But it comes with a lot of baggage, a lot of disruption. So looking back at the season, mm. it started brilliantly. We went to Anfield top of the league, uh, like you mentioned, I think. And then we went there and we sat back. We didn't even have a go at them. A lot of um, clubs had gone to Anfield since they lost their centre-backs and since their injury crisis and really tried to take the game to them. And even before, they, they still had their unbeaten record going when we went there. Mm. But there had been a couple of lower league sides that went there and pushed them out to maybe to the last minute or get a draw or something. But we just sat down. We're just waiting for the final whistle to take our one point and and, and run away. Mm. So that approach will get found out one way or the other because we relied on this counter-attack. Son will find Kane or Kane yeah, will find yeah, Son. We yeah. score a goal yeah. and then we shut it down and then we wait on the next counter-attack. There was nothing inventive and they kept complaining about the, the, the sports forum, I mean, they kept saying, no, we don't have players, we don't have this. I said, do we have, at the start of the season, would you say West Ham have a better squad than Spurs? But West Ham are going to finish above us. So that tells you something that it's not really more about the quality of the players. It's sometimes the approach in games. We go to games, we concede a goal, then we start coming out to looking for, for to, to score back. We go to places like West Brom, places there, you should just take the game to them and I know the Premier League is not a league where you just sit down and just and yes. just and just predict results. But yes. still, but sometimes you, you look at the approach. If you want to win exactly. the league, you have to be on the front foot, really. Exactly. What? Well, that's why you are top. That's why you are. You know, you you put yourself in that position as one of the favorites. So the season, I'm happy. The, the biggest thing for me this season is that Mourinho is no more. He's no longer a Spurs, and and anything that comes with that, I'll take it. To be honest. So, yeah. In that your Spurs um, forum, where you guys. Yeah, I'm sure you've been invaded by um, worshippers oh, who are different gosh. from um, who are different from, you, I, different I from the sports fans. I did send you a couple fans. of screenshots. Yeah, what I would what what I would like to ask the sports faithful is that yeah, um, I did I, I I remember writing something in I think it was 2017 where I did yeah. write about Pochettino that he needed to win something quickly. Otherwise, yeah. he was going to become a nearly man. And yeah. everybody was going to start to think, was going to say, because he qualified Spurs for for Champions League, he's done great and all of that. Now, you mentioned that Spurs and um, Levy should have strengthened the squad. What, yeah. what I could not understand was, he strengthened the squad and then sacked Pochettino. What was that about? No, no, I, I was actually referring to the season we finished second. I yeah, think I there was a season we yeah, finished second. Well, if you okay. second to Leicester. But he didn't, he didn't, yeah. he didn't strengthen no, the squad. No, then. no, no. He finished no. second, I think, Arsenal in 2017. Yeah, it was 2017 oh. where we second finished second. Chelsea, yeah. was it? Yes, yes, it yes. was to Chelsea, I think. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then he didn't strengthen the squad. He now strengthened the squad after the Champions League um, final yeah. defeat. 
and then ends up sacking the man who scouted the players. What was that about? I, 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 what, what do sports fans make of that? What do they make of that when it happened? I think I think the the, the results was not was not good enough. Mm-hmm. I think the whole calendar year, I think we had not won any game away from home. Yep. Leading to getting to the Champions League final and and, and even the, the start of the new season. So the result didn't really do him a lot of justice. Mm-hmm. However, in, in, in his defense, it was still about twelve games. And yeah. leading to Mourinho's sacking as well. I think a month before Mourinho sat, was sacked. He had a similar run of bad results, and I'm like, okay, what? Well, how do? You, it's, it's it's a very funny one, but personally, I think I think it strengthened the squad. But people were kind of like questioning Pochettino's attitude that he was exhausted. The, okay. the squad needed to be refreshed. The club needed a new approach. I think that Pochettino had probably lost that you know that hunger, I suppose, from a sports perspective. A lot of things, I, I don't know. I think it's Pochettino himself that would be able to explain what happened, to be honest. But I, I still believe that they could have let the man finish the season. The worst thing will be out of European places and yeah. will probably have a better way to judge his performance than sacking him, I think, 12 games into the season. A lot of clubs have gone to 12, 15 games and still kind of recover and finish maybe in the top six or in the top half of the of, of, of the table. So I believe that Daniel Levy should have left Pochettino, allow Pochettino to finish that season and then do a proper, you know, reflection on, on what happened or what should have been done or what the way forward should look like. But, you know, they brought this serial winner in and I don't think much has changed because I still have some people in this forum that would tell me that Mourinho was the manager during the final at the final the calling the League Cup final yes. that probably would have won that match I'm like okay. we went to Etihad <laughs> four three four weeks before that match and lost heavily <sighs> so what magic with the same set of players and and, those, and and the reason why he was sacked well I don't know I wasn't there but what I heard was he wanted to feel the weekend team against Southampton and Danilivi still believed that there will still be a top four finish that we should put in our best team we should try and win matches that is in front of us and focus on the final that would have massaged because I was in a very confused state before that final because if he had won that trophy that's he has his argument sealed I for, the, for another two three everywhere. seasons Calvin let me let me buttress um Femi's point mm-hmm. okay. when Moreno was uh, available yeah. and there were stories about him I was hoping I was hoping he was, I was really hoping he went to Arsenal if you recollect <laughs> I told you I said if Moreno was appointed I'd be supporting Arsenal it would be 30, it would be 32 years on May 26 I said I will go on a sabbatical <laughs> if Moreno I was, was appointed I, I will go on a sabbatical so what? because everybody knows that any team Mourinho handles is about himself yeah, yeah. He, he's about himself and what I tell people is that yes you can get by for a while but there are some young managers coming in there's a local palace that I use in Nigeria here that I tell everybody I belong to a group that we do and I said in the Premier League nobody passes flogging the way the team dealt with Moreno and his fault, and there were some games he was clueless. Yeah. So I tell people that 
I did not pray that he came to. If he had come, I would have left. Right. So seeing him as false and seeing him sad, believe you me, I enjoyed every moment of that. <laughs> Doctor IJ, at the start of the season, did you did you see United finishing second? Where is she gone? The Red Diva, where are you? Oh, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. At, oh, the, start, okay, at the start of the season, did you see United finishing second and being in a European final? Okay, on the back of last season, remember we got Bruno in January and he came and we went on this amazing run of games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We saw the instant impact he had on the team. I think we made three semi-finals even though we, we couldn't, yeah. unluckily we couldn't get into any final. So there were signs that, you know, there were like good things happening, you know. There were signs that we could we could start pushing to challenge. Even though on paper, you, City, City has... A massive team. I mean, yes. look at their bench. They they, are, they they have a very formidable team. And Liverpool, nobody knew that Van Dijk will, will get injured so early on and practically threw a spanner in the works um, for their their title defense. Um, well, that that's not my business though. I'm very happy <laughs> they didn't they didn't really. But so so there was hope that we could we could be up there. Our team of people was we had Cavani coming. Um, top-rated striker who, who knows how to do his thing. Um, we still had Bruno and Greenwood was coming through. He had gotten a couple of goals last year for such a young striker. We still had Marshall and Rashford. You know, on, on paper, the team looked good. So there was the hope that we could go further than the three semifinals that we had. Mm. I wouldn't say I was too um, optimistic about winning the, the entire league, but, but to compete at least. So um, I would say I'm not, I'm not really disappointed Appointed in terms of where we ended up mm-hmm. in comparison to the rest of the teams, mm-hmm. but the performances, their the decision for me, I think there are games that we could have. I mean, Sheffield, we dropped points to all the bottom teams. I think we dropped points to all the relegated teams. Those are those are games that we could easily be taken off, you know. And then Old Trafford, thank God, the fans were at home throughout this season. I don't know how it would have been. It might not have been the same. Yeah, it, yeah, imagine. Oh, it might not have been the same. Yeah, yeah it, it, it goes two ways. It could have gone one of two ways. Mm. Imagine having this form at home and fans are there every every week. It's it might like fans will start getting angsty, you know, and it starts affecting the other performance. Like the team starting, we need to do something. So I don't know. It went. I, I guess I don't know. I don't know how we, we can't say what would have happened in the end. You know how it would have gone, but. Our home form this year was was absolutely horrendous, yes, and yes. I hope I hope that um, they they fix it up in time for next season. I'm I'm looking at, okay. So so to answer your question, I don't know where where your questions will go next. So to answer your question, coming in, I I I hoped that we would go better than go one further than the three semis we had, and thankfully we've gone one further in the Europa League. Even though I don't I don't want us to be in the Europa League, we want to be playing you know, in the Champions League and not the Super League. That rubbish Super League that those those owners went to think up in their rooms to, to steal money. I, I just don't even want to talk about that. We'll get to that. So, um, 
Yes, we'll get to that. So I'm, I, I'm thankful we got into one final at least. Mm-hmm. We could have gotten into another one, if mm-hmm. not the, the, the game against Leicester that we messed up. I think that was the FA Cup. Uh, so all in all, I'll, I'll say it was, a, it was a decent season, but but we could have we could have done better. True. Barista, Uzo. Yes, I'm here. If, if there is one game this season that when you think about it, you want to tear your hair out. You're going to think, how did these boys do this? Which game would that be for you? Um, I'll, we had a lot of games like that actually under <laughs> under Lampard. <laughs> the, the game, the game against Wolves, the game against Southampton. We're leading three yeah, one, and the game one. ended three three. I I don't understand. I can't understand it. Honestly, yeah. I I honestly did not understand how that happened. You know, and I mean, of course, the uh, West Brom game that we lost five two under Tuchel. Mm. You know, yes, those three games, but uh, the the Southampton game in particular, I, I didn't understand how that happened. Yeah, but having said that, see, this is it. Um, I I don't know, maybe because I I have a a soft spot for. Um, Past legends, Lampard. when, when club, yeah. Lampard, club <laughs> legends, when they come back to manage the um, the club, but except in my view, except Suku wins his Champions League on next week Saturday. If he doesn't win, he's done absolutely nothing better than Lampard. No, he has, he has. We 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 are obviously playing better football. How? We are playing better football. We're, we're, already, we're terrible under Lampard. We're conceding. You see, look at the statistics for this season. Last season, we were the, toss, we were the third worst. We had the third worst defense in the mm. league. Yes. This season, we have the second best. Okay. That is a massive improvement. How about, the, how about going the other direction? How about going the other direction? <laughs> yes, uh, because Lampard, Lampard spent well over 120, 150 million on. Terrible players. No, you I'm know saying, my position I'm, on on, no, on. no, I'm saying going in the other direction. Did you score more goals? Have you scored more goals? That's what, that's what I'm saying. We brought in players mm-hmm. who were supposed to be going to improve our attack, but between Ziyech, um, Harvard, and Werner, that Lampard brought in for well over 150 million, they didn't even get up to 20 league goals. Three of them combined didn't even score to 20 league goals. And that is why we, we've not been scoring because we sign players so, who don't know how to score. So what is what you is, can't what put that you can't put that on two curves. So what has Tuchel done with them then? This exactly. Has, this, what has he done with what, them? What, what he has done, what he has done, you win games from the back. What he has done is that we are now very hard to score against. Right. This match we considered, uh, uh, other than the West Brom game, mm-hmm. the game that just finished earlier today is the second time that we have considered at least more than one goal against any team since Tukel took over. And how many have you That scored? is a massive improvement. And yeah, that is scored? the thing. We don't have, we don't have, we don't have good strikers. That is the honest God truth. We don't have good strikers. Look at um, what's it called? Werner, who creates chances Uzo. over and over and over. Can, 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 can I come? Wait, can wait, I come Bimba, in? wait, Bimba, wait. You will come in later. Bimba, wait. Uzo, yeah. you are saying yes. to me that in the summer, exactly this time a year ago, when it was it was declared that Werner was coming to Chelsea that you thought that he would fire this many blanks. Did you think he would fire this many blanks? Yes. 
Yeah, you can. My tweets are there. My tweets are there. I said I don't. I I can remember vividly. I tweeted that I don't understand the hype around this guy. Right. That German. It it it. it you see, there's something about the EPL. Mm-hmm. The records are always the same. German players, German forwards, always struggle in this league. Go and look at the records. They always struggle in this league. Okay. The only time you see a German player doing well in EPL is maybe as a midfielder. German defenders, German uh, uh, forwards, they don't do well in this league. When was signed with Harvard? What did Klinsmann do? You can't, you can't. Klinsmann was, I, I, yeah, you, I, I, I agree with you. Well, well, that's your, but, but, but for me, <laughs> they, they, they are not particularly good. They've been coming and going. And you see, um, this, this, uh, what's it called? This weather guy, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, of course, you see my tweet. He doesn't, I don't, he, the basics of football elude him. I don't understand how you are always in the offside position. I don't understand why you get clear for chances and you don't put them away. Okay. See, and that is why we have struggled. Now, what, Tudor came in. He's, yes. What I'm trying, what I'm trying to find out is, okay, are you, are you, um, are you being more tolerant of Tuku than you were of um, Super Frank? And this, yeah, because wait, wait now, this tolerance is it okay. because is it because you you just did not think Super Frank was going to be able to do the job? Because when we when we use when we start to compare and contrast what they've done for the for the club, there isn't there, there isn't so much. Um, I I would I would argue yes. Actually, well, the difference one. is clear though. No, for one, Tukal has right. a, a record. You can. Tukal has a record that you can refer to. He has won the league on severally. I mean, he did well when he was in the Bundesliga. He played in the Champions League final last season. They that does not just happen. Right. Yeah, he didn't win it, but he, they came close. That, that those things don't just happen. Okay. Okay. Now you can't you can't compare the kind of football we play now mm-hmm. to what we're playing under Lampard. It's not, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being soft on Tuchel. But again, he came mid-season. We didn't okay. sign players. Of course, he came after the general transfer window. Okay. So he hasn't even brought his own kind of players. Okay. So he's just managing. You can. You know that four, three, uh, three, four, three is not his formation. He's a four-three-three kind of manager. But he, we are playing three-four-three right now because, because of, of the, the personnel we have. Okay. Yes, because of the kind of players we have. Yes. I, I, so I, let's see what happens next season. I, of course, one would have shipped out like seven to eight deadwood <laughs> players that we have. <laughs> and he bring yes, 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 we have deadwood players because I don't understand why why Emerson is a Chelsea player. Um what's it called? Uh, Kepa, the goalkeeper. I, I, I don't understand how anybody spent seventy million pounds on that, that guy that, as a goalkeeper. Right. I still maintain that that was money laundry. That was. I still maintain Lampard. That was not a Lampard sign. You should understand. No, of course, of course. I'm, no, no, of course, of course. I know, I know. What I'm saying is the the, the, the personnel that we have right now. Mm. We do not have players that can come off the bench and change games. That is why we keep struggling. That is why you see we, we keep struggling. Hey, how how do you sit where you are, Uzo, a Chelsea fan, and you are saying yes. this about the squad of players you have? Are you are you winding me up? What? How? <laughs> how can you? How can you? But, but, wait, 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 hold on a second. But these players, these no, players are no, not good enough. No, if you're saying they're not playing well, eh? I would even hear. If you say they're not playing well, am I even? I'm gonna understand that that bit. Saying they're not playing well. 
But to talk about the quality that Chelsea, no, have. they are not. They are not. They are not. We've not been signing well in the last three, four, five seasons. They're not doing well. These players are not doing. They're, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not top notch. Right. I mean, who can you compare in this temper, in this in this Chelsea team uh-huh. to Ashley Cole, for instance? No, you to can't. You can't, for instance, you can't to, go that far back. No, you're not allowed. You yeah, can't go but, that far back. No, but but that is what I'm talking. About. That is the kind of quality that we need in our club. Wait, so you that want, is the kind of quality we used so to have wait. that helped us compete at the highest so level. You want Dr. Last Heidi. season we finished. You want Dr. Let, let me to finish. Going far back. You want to no, 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 let, me let, me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Then, let me then we, should, we should bring Vieira back. We should bring. Up no, no. Let, let, let me let me back. finish. What, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying, we are, you you asked me a question about the quality we have. Yes. What I'm saying is, uh-huh. these guys are not just good enough compared to what we used to have, and compared to the kind of uh, the, the, the teams around us. Look at Man City, for instance. Mm. They keep improving. They keep signing the right kind of players. I can tell you that Man City are in the Champions League final this year because of Diaz, the centre-back that they signed. Because of that guy. The other time, when they brought in the goalkeeper, you can see, you, you could see the improvement that the goalkeeper brought into the, uh, for them. Same also when they signed a couple of other players. When you sign a, a player, a quality player, he improves your team. Right. Just the way this guy has improved Man, Man United, this guy from Portugal. But this, who, who can you point to in the Chelsea team that we've signed in the last three seasons to say this guy has improved Chelsea. So Maybe why you, uh, the goalkeeper meant so, so then how do you Mendy, Rudiger, Mendy. Wait, okay. Rudiger, Mendy. So wait, how do you not crucify Lampard then? You said in the last three years. So it means Lampard also didn't have good players. Even though he made Champions League. Lampard had a Lampard had a window last season. Lampard had a window. Lampard had a window and he signed three players that we did not need. Okay. Lampard had a window last last season. Mm-hmm. He signed Zayac, um, um, uh, Werner, and Herbert. I said these guys are not going to improve this team. He should have gone for Victor Simen because Barry, of the kind Barry, of football Barry, that Barry, we use. Barry, so and that was after a year of suspension, transfer suspension, isn't it? Exactly. Uh, I, was, I wanted to bring out something. Thank you, Doctor, for that. There was a one-year ban, mm. but also you need to understand the club setup at Chelsea. I can okay. tell you. Frank doesn't have the overall on who to buy to get this. There is I thought they said he went to see Werner over uh, uh, two or three times before he brought him in. Man, as the manager, they would get his input. But there are people. Marina takes the final decision. And that's the structure of the club. The moment uh, the likes of Wenger and um, Sal, Sal Ferguson left, mm. most managers don't have those controls. Anymore. There is that right. football structure, Very and true. you don't have that rule. Yeah, yeah it doesn't things, happen. Yeah, things have changed now. I'm, yeah, so but Calvin, I wanted to point out something that yeah. you said, and it's very, very important. You said something about you always have a soft spot for legends. Yeah, you know when they come back. Yeah, I love them too, but I tell people if you don't get your hands dirty and prove yourself, being a great player, being a club legend, mm. does not, and I repeat, does not translate. That you will be a good gaffer. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. Is an example. True. Maradona, another example. Roy Keane is another example. And for me personally, yes. I was praying. I used to make fun of my Chelsea friends. I wanted Frank Lampard to stay longer because it was obvious that the season that they brought the talented players from me, it was an upgrade from the season he didn't have. He couldn't handle the players. Mm. Look at the same Rodiga that you left out. As the player question that you left out. They are the ones that Chotel just came back and did what any manager with experience. Sensible manager would do. With experience. 
go back to the old guys, do the basic thing, and that's why Chelsea are playing where how they are playing. But mind you, in the last four or five games, they've not been there. Any manager will have that honeymoon period. I can tell you, Tuchel's was brought in to get to the top four. He has done that. But I can assure you that if he loses the Champions League and the season starts next next year and into 12 games, Chelsea does not start well, he will be fired in Chelsea. Right. Um, Ivo, this is um, yeah. as you talking Chelsea. What, yeah, but I, I, I just want to happen, that coming back to Arsenal. What will happen, um, say, Ateta has exactly the same sort of run he had going into November, going into December next season? Okay, it, it's a two-way situation. Um, mm. I tell some of my Arsenal faithfuls that, number one, you need to understand the club that you're supporting and the current owners. I've taken out time to understand the Conkings. I look at their sport franchises, how they run them in America and everything. Mm-hmm. They are the type that they will not... They don't like the hiring of fire. Very quickly. <clears throat> yeah. So they don't do that. So at the end of the day, if that happens and the fans return to the stadium. Ateta is lucky that he still has a job because the fans were not at the stadium. Mm. Yes. If they were, they would have made the owners to take a decision. I said he got by by winning the FA Cup, the Charity Shield, and, you know, maybe that got into him. And he wanted to, you know, put... But if he goes on that run, I can tell you, they'll dump him and get an experienced manager, which I don't want to happen. So... Uh, I, I tweeted a couple of four or five threads um, on the Arsenal season because a lot of people were asking me and I said, look, he was brought in to ensure that Arsenal finish fourth, get back into the Champions League. He has failed. So if he doesn't get that next season or the, goes on that road, he might likely get the boot. I pray he learns from his mistake. He has the attitude, he has the aptitude, he has the technical knowledge, but the man management he needs to be able to get that in for the for the for the, for, for, for the team to be going. Femi. You can Pep, Pep can get away with what he does because he delivers the result. If you don't get the result, you'll be fired. Thanks. Femi. Mr. Kumuyi, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, right. I was on mute. I was trying to unmute. Right. You Arsenal <clears throat> Arsenal have a manager. United have a manager. Chelsea even have Tuchel. You guys have Brian Mason. Um, and then, and then um, Kane is leaving. Can you find something to cheer up your fellow sports fans? Just mentioned it's a new manager coming. Something to who, who, <laughs> to be who, happy about. Who, who is likely to come in? Who do you think? Who do you think will find will find Spurs attractive to come? Ranieri. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> I I personally would have preferred the the guy that went to to Bayern Munich, Nagelsmann. But obviously, yeah, yeah, when Bayern Munich comes very calling, arrogant. You're very proud. My you, 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 ah, please. You think, <laughs> but, 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 yeah. You, you think Nagelsmann will come to Spurs without I, a I know, I know. Spurs? If, 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 if Bayern, if Bayern had not shown interest, maybe we would 
um, maybe would probably would be looking at a club like Spurs, which, which is might be similar to yeah. to, to Linesburg. Yeah. Might be, but yeah. but in in reality, with the kind of the economic structure of the club, Daniel Levy. I think it's written on the wall that it might most likely be Nuno that will be joining Spurs. Ubi, and Ubi who? Nuno is to Santo, the, the Yo, Wolves manager. Is that right? That's, it might that's, be. That's, that's it might be. I suspect that, as well. That won't yeah, be a bad appointment. Be. That won't be a bad yes, appointment it, Yeah, it won't, it won't be bad. So it depends on a lot of things that, that, that is provided for him. And also... I'm hearing a lot of noise about the Brighton manager. I hope they don't that go down. Not that one. He plays good football and his 15th and all these things they do in the, on talk sports that they used to rally all these people that make decisions. <laughs> yeah. Brighton, Brighton played decent football though. Have but, you watched them? But they are 15th. But they are 15th. They want to win matches. But they are 15th. Yeah, but you guys don't have the personnel to play the kind of football he plays. What? I would you know, love, you... love that Spurs to Brighton's position. That would be great. But let's pretend that it's Nuno. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be, no, it'll be brilliant. To, if it's to, Nuno, to, it'll be brilliant. To, 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 to Roy Spurs. Hodgson is available. Uh, no, Samala <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> So, so Nuno, if, if Nuno comes in, yeah. it will be great. If if we sell Kane and get one fifty million, from I, I don't know who, who's going to pay that kind of money. But, but that's, that, 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 that's what I'm hearing. I think Levy will be difficult to to buy Kane for for less than what Levy values him. Listen, so I want to end this. Come show on, this on is the, a global global pandemic. Oh, hold on, I, I want know, to end but, this. I want to end this fiftieth episode on the fiftieth minute. So, Doc, very quickly. You've got 20 seconds. What, how would you, what do you want to happen at United? Um, we need at, at least three, first of all, massive clear out. Jones wow. should be gone. I love Wamata. I love him so, so, so much. If we can keep him just, you know, squad position, keep him, but otherwise, get him out. We need a new Matic. We need a new Matic. We need a centre-back. Lindelof is not working for me. Bailly is not working for me. We need a centre-back. Let's see if they can, you know, upgrade Maguire a bit. It's a much better centre-back than Maguire. And then a striker. Let's start with those and then we'll see where we go from there. Thank you. You're very harsh, but thank you so very much. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being a part of this 50th episode of your Sports Memo podcast. Thank you all so very much for coming. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank Bye, guys. Pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Take care. Bye. And that's it. The 50th episode of your Sports Memo podcast. It has been my pleasure being your host. And if you've enjoyed this, please feel free to share on your uh, podcast platforms. I'll be back for one more. I think there's another one later this week just to preview to yeah, to preview the Champions League final. My name is Kavini Mekonka. Peace out.